It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti, Panthers Wire. Hitting you guys back up here. It is the middle of the week and the middle of the month. It is Wednesday, August 15th, as we are closing in now on week two of the NFL preseason. The Panthers, of course, play Friday night against the Miami Dolphins. The entire week itself starts tomorrow with a couple of games, including a quote-unquote Super Bowl rematch between the Eagles and the Patriots. Uh, we're going to talk quick, a uh, couple roster notes from the Panthers, a signing today, and kind of catching up on the signing earlier this week that we skipped over. Uh, start talking a little bit about the Dolphins, and then uh, wrap things up from there. So a couple things to get to today. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E for all you new listeners out there. Um, and if you are a new listener, welcome. Glad you can uh, join me here. Hope you stay a while and enjoy the show. Uh, a little bit about me. For those that aren't familiar with me, I am entering my second year writing for Panthers Wire, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Um, so do a couple articles for them over there, as well as in the same group, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals for Bengals Wire. This will be my first season with them. So kind of hitting two ends of the spectrum a little bit here. You know, it's it's interesting covering an AFC and an NFC team, especially this season when the two teams will play each other in week three. So that'll make things uh, pretty interesting for me that week. So definitely looking forward to it. And definitely looking forward to just getting the season going. Uh, I've had some other stops with uh, Bleach Reports. Did a little bit of writing there a few years ago. Uh, also wrote for a site, uh, some of you may not be familiar with it. It's called the Dynasty Sports Empire. I did a little bit of fantasy football there. Also did some bracketology where I do, which I also do on the side on kind of my own blog. Um, so if you're a college basketball fan, uh, be sure to check that out. You know, especially down in the Carolinas. You've obviously got all the big teams there, North Carolina, Duke, all that good stuff. Uh, speaking of college, of course, uh, if you guys haven't heard, the Lockdown Network is expanding to the college scene. Um, we've already added a couple hosts for a couple schools like Kentucky, Oregon, Florida, and a few others, and we're going to keep building. And by the end of the month, they're hoping to launch the college section of the Lockdown Network. So be on the lookout for that. So let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's talk quick about a couple of the roster notes that happened over the last couple of days. So again, we'll kind of catch up from a couple days ago where the Panthers placed Damian Parnes, their safety, on injured reserve with a pectoral muscle, and they signed Alex Carter, former defensive back from Stanford and formerly of the Detroit Lions, to replace him. Carter has played a little bit of both uh, in the defensive back. He, he played cornerback, and I believe last year he... Or he started a quarter, cornerback and was kind of making the mix or the the trade. Excuse me, the uh, 
the shift to safety. He was a, uh, a third-round pick in 2015 by the line, spent a couple years there, uh, was released last season. Actually, he's kind of bounced around between actually a, a bunch of different teams. He spent two years with the Lions. Again, uh, third overall pick, 80th overall. Uh, ended up being waived and signed to the practice squad by the Lions. Eventually made his way to the active roster toward the end of the 2016 season. And then made the switch over to safety for 2017, but was among the final cuts uh, for the Lions last season. Then was signed to the Patriots practice squad on October 9th of last year, but only lasted a couple days, ended up being released. Was on the free agent market for a little bit, then was signed to the Seahawks practice squad, and only ended up spending about a week in Seattle. And then about a week after he was released by Seattle, he signed with the Bears practice squad, and lasted a little bit longer there, lasted about two and a half weeks, but then was released again in the middle of December. And then actually made his way back to the Seahawks practice squad for a second time, uh, middle of December of last year, and then signed the reserve future contract with the Seahawks after the regular season, but was waived earlier this month, and just a couple days ago signed with the Carolina Panthers. So bouncing around a little bit, and obviously, you know, a guy like a guy like him certainly has a bit of a long shot to make this roster, uh, but we'll certainly get a chance to see him in action, see what he can bring to the table uh, as far as depth purposes or special teams, whatever, what have you. Uh, he does have a little bit of family history, though, in the NFL. His father, Tom, was a first-round pick by the Washington Redskins in 1993, so little bit of lineage there, so see if he can kind of continue the namesake, as it were, in the in their NFL family. So Alex Carter in the mix now for the Panthers, as is a defensive end that they just signed about an hour ago from recording this. So around late Wednesday morning, this signing picked up, and that was Keontae Anderson, the former defensive end out of East Carolina actually spent an earlier earlier portion of this offseason with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before being released and now he has been signed with the Panthers uh, played two seasons at East Carolina as he redshirted in 2015 and then played the next two seasons so he played 20 total games for the Pirates had 30 solo tackles, 25 assisted tackles, so 55 total tackles, 11 tackles for a loss, including 6.5 last year. Uh, also forced two fumbles and recovered a fumble, and has totaled five sacks in his or totaled five sacks in his college career, four and a half of those coming just last season. To make room for Anderson, the Panthers waived uh, defensive end Carter Schultz. So, you know, coming right in right before the preseason game, probably won't see him too much. You know, maybe he'll get get some snaps just to get his feet wet. You know, so we'll see 
how much they work him on Friday in the in the preseason game against the Dolphins. Same with Alex Carter, though Carter, of course, has at least had a couple days. Uh, the Panthers were off on practice on Tuesday or back in action Wednesday. Again, like, like we talked about yesterday, they did break training camp. Monday was the last practice at Wofford, so now they're back at Bank of America Stadium. And I believe they will be off tomorrow as they prepare to – or I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of a travel day, but it's, it's not a travel day. They're home this week, uh, pre- preseason home opener against the Dolphins. So start to get ready for that. In fact, uh, we'll take a quick break. And we'll actually talk a little bit about the Miami Dolphins, kind of, you know, what they did last year and where they're at now. But before we get into that, of course, we want to thank one of our great sponsors over at VividSeats.com. Hey, listen, fans, I know you guys are out there ready to, ready for football, ready to cheer on the Panthers from the comfort of your own home. But wouldn't it be great, too, to actually be at the stadium and enjoy the live atmosphere of an NFL game. I mean, I haven't been to an NFL, a live NFL game in 10 years. And I could still remember the excitement of being at the stadium in Philadelphia and just being able to see the players live and in person during the game rather than on a TV screen. And here's your chance to do that yourself and not even have to pay full price. You can save 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats by going to VividSeats.com or download the Vivid Seats app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, that's one word, and you can get 10% off your first purchase with them. Now remember, this is for new customers only, and the offer is good through the end of August. So if you haven't tried Vivid Seats yet... You still have some time to go out, check it out, and save a little bit of money. So, again, here's here's your chance. You want to be there for the home opener against the Cowboys? Right here, Vivid Seats, 10% off, and all all Vivid Seats order are backed by 100% guarantee. So, again, that's VividSeats.com, V-I-V-I-D-S-E-A-T-S, VividSeats.com, or you can download the app. And use the promo code Locked On, and you get 10% off your first order. Again, this is for new customers only, and it's good through the end of August. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So let's talk now about the Miami Dolphins, the opponent this week for the Carolina Panthers. Of course, last year, the Panthers played the Dolphins on a Monday night game, and that was kind of the breakout game for Devin Funchess. Uh, you know, he had that great three-game stretch after Devin, or after uh, Kelvin Benjamin was traded to the Buffalo Bills, but the Miami game in Week 10 on that Monday night was really his coming out party. And you look you look at the Dolphins now, obviously 
the big loss is Indomitian Sue. Now, granted, it was a huge contract. There was really no chance that the Dolphins were going to be able to keep Sue with the contract that they had in place. That being said, it's still a big loss because it's, you know, that leaves a huge hole in the middle of that defense and one that they're going to try with guys like uh, Devon Godshell, Jordan Phillips, or uh, Vincent Taylor, Akeem Spence. Those are the guys that, at, at least up front, look like are going to be the guys that, that are going to try to fill in the hole left by Indomitian Sue, who of course signed that one-year contract for about $14 million with the Los Angeles Rams to really make them to really make that defensive line scary. Uh, obviously, on that defense, you still have Cameron Wake in the mix, though. Cameron Wake, of course, is getting a little bit up there in age. I mean, he's been in the league now almost 10 years. You know, you have to wonder how much longer he has, but he's still performing very well. Uh, Robert Quinn on the other side, of course, acquired in a trade from the Rams. Uh, also, William Hayes acquired via trade by the Rams in the past. Uh, Charles Harris is still in the mix. The former first-round pick, Andre Branch, is still in the mix. So, I mean, they've, they've got some pieces there uh, on the defensive line. And, of course, being week two of the preseason, you're going to see the starters a little bit more, at least for a quarter, maybe a little bit into the second quarter. Some teams may play, play their starters for an entire half. We'll see. Um, but th this is a good test, I think. Miami is going to bring a good, a good defensive line, a good front seven too, I think as well. Uh, Raquan McMillan coming off that ACL tear, but the Dolphins seem pretty high on him. Uh, Stephon Anthony, who they acquired last season from the Saints, uh, they we'll see if they've kind of find, found a little bit of a home from there. And then uh, Kiko Alonso, kind of still in the mix there, the former Bill, the former former Eagle. And then you also have Jerome Baker who they drafted in the third round. So got some pieces there in the, at the linebacker core and then secondary, obviously they addressed it. They addressed that in the draft as well. What make Fitzpatrick in the first round, the guy that a lot argued was the best defensive back in this draft class, you know, a guy that could, that has been able to play both, Corner safety. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to play him at safety. You know, you've got Bobby McCain at one corner, Xavier Howard at the other corner. You know, so Fitzpatrick. You know, maybe they maybe they start him in the nickel. Who knows? It'll, it'll be interesting to see. You've also got Rashad Jones there still in the mix. T.J. McDonald. So it, it's a good looking secondary. Obviously, the question with the Dolphins is the offense, namely Ryan Tannehill. Remember, Ryan Tannehill hasn't played a game since about week 15, week 15 or 16, I think 15, maybe even week 14 uh, of the 2016 season. Because remember, he had suffered an injury late in the 2016 season that caused him to miss, uh, I think, like one or two games at the end of the regular season and the playoff game against the Steelers. And then he tore his ACL during training camp last season, so he was out for the entire season. That's why, of course, they went out and got Jay Cutler, who now is famous for his reality show with Kristen Cavallari. But Tannehill is back, 
And you have to think it's a bit of a make-or-break season for Ryan Tannehill. Coming off the injury, um, you know, but they didn't really address the quarterback position. You know, they added some pieces, but not really guys that are going to come in and compete with Tannehill, obviously. You brought in Brock Osweiler from the Broncos. You brought in Bryce Petty from the Jets. And David Fales is in the mix. None of those guys are are going to come close to Tannehill as far as competing with him for the starting job. So we know Tannehill is there, but what kind of shape is Tannehill going to be in after not playing for, like I said, over a season plus? About, say, what would it be, a year and seven, eight months, whatever the case may be. So that that's going to be the big question mark. But certainly the talent, there are some talented pieces around Tannehill. Uh, you look at the running back position. Kenyon Drake is a guy that looks like he's ready to break out. And they went out and signed Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Um, and, of course, also drafted Kalen Bellage, the kind of scat back out of Arizona State. You know, it's a matter of how much can Bellage pick up in pass protection and things like that to really see more snaps. But right now it looks like it's really between Gore and Kenyon Drake. They did just recently sign to Jeremy Langford, the former Chicago Bears running back. You look at the wide receivers. Obviously Jarvis Landry is another big loss. Traded him to the Cleveland Browns. So now... Now you've got Kenny Stills and Devontae Parker in the mix. It looks like now you're really going to start to see a lot more of Devontae Parker. They did also sign Albert Wilson in free agency, Danny Amendola of the Patriots. Although the early talk was that Albert Wilson is probably number four at best in the uh, in re- the receiving pecking order, which isn't good for someone for a receiver that the Dolphins are given $8 million a year to over three years. I mean, that's a big contract for a number four receiver. But, you know, hard, hard to argue. Stills is a deep threat. Parker, I think they're still high on and hoping to break out. And, of course, Amendola, the, you've got him in the slot. Uh, also, guys like Jakeem Grant, the former sixth-round pick, Leontay Carew, who has been hyped up in the past, but hasn't really lived up to that hype, especially for being a, a former third-round pick. And then you look at the offensive line. Of course, Laramie Tunsil now at left tackle after starting him at guard, after making him a first-round pick. Josh Sitton at left guard, Daniel Kilgore. At center, Jesse Davis at right guard, and Jawan James, the other former first-round pick, the Dolphins, at right tackle. You know, so it, it's – in the end, though, it's, it's hard to really see the Dolphins being a highly competitive team. Again, I think a lot a lot's going to be determined by how much rust Ryan Tannehill is going to have and how much of that rust he can shake off. Not only that, but you, you got to look at the head coach, Adam Gase. You definitely, he's definitely coaching for his job, I think. 
after such a disappointing season, you know, blame blame the play of Jay Cutler or whatever the case may be. But I know there's a lot of people that feel it squarely on Adam Gaze's shoulders, you know, that they kind of crumbled as much as they did last season after making it to the playoffs the year before. And I think if the Dolphins don't perform well, there's a very good chance that they could be looking for a new head coach in 2019. So without a doubt, Adam Gaze is on the hot seat. In fact, might be one of the hottest seats if you're looking at all the coaches. I would say Dirk Cutter is probably on a hotter seat than Adam Gaze, but Gaze is absolutely up there if you're listing coaches on the hot seat. So uh, for both Gaze and Tannehill, I think this is a a make-or-break season. It wouldn't surprise me is if things go south this year that you bring in a new head coach and they start to look at a new future at the quarterback position. So a couple storylines. Really going to be interesting to see what uh, what the Dolphins do. And But again, in terms of the Panthers going up against them this, this week, I think it's a good test. You know the secondary will the secondary will be tested by the receivers that we mentioned, like Stills, like Parker, like Amendola. Uh, the offensive line against the Dolphins' defensive line. You know how do they go up against a guy like Kenyon Drake? How do they defend someone like Kalen Balaj when he's on the field? Uh, Mike Gesicki, a tight end. You know because Gesicki's had some nice moments in camp as well, and I think they they have to be excited. Uh, with his prospects as well. Of course, the Dolphins double-dipped a tight end, also going with Durham Smythe in the fourth round. So a lot of young pieces here on this Miami team, uh, a lot of good ways I think the the Panthers are going to be able to continue to build toward the regular season. And, of course, you get to next week when they play the Patriots. That'll be a really good test, and that's the regular season dress rehearsal. But again, you know, this being week two, you're you're going to see the starters a little bit more than you did last week. Possibly, I would I would say at least a quarter, maybe more. So that's something to to keep an eye on. Uh, before we wrap things up here, uh, want to make another note first. Um, Locked on NFL podcast with Matt Williamson. Um, go check that out because there's a lot of great stuff coming. Uh, he'll have all the local experts, so a bunch of locked-on hosts and others joining him Mondays to talk about the teams. Uh, he'll have Mike Renner from PFF on Wednesdays, Sage Rosenfels on Tuesdays, the former Vikings quarterback, uh, Mike, Sanda, Mike Sando, the ESPN writer, on Thursdays, so a lot coming on there. And if you guys are big fans of the NFL draft like I am, remember, draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, Back with the Locked On Network. They were the previous hosts of the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Then went and started Draft Dudes. Now Draft Dudes is with Locked On Network. As we've partnered with the Draft Network. The new website dedicated to all things NFL Draft. With guys like Kyle, Joe, John Ledyard, Trevor Sikama, Ben Solak, um, Brad Kelly. All of them doing a, a fantastic job. So j- go check them out on the podcast. And go check out thedraftnetwork.com for anything and everything NFL draft. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, So before we wrap things up here, I want to touch on this story interesting. You know, uh, luckily he didn't say anything about uh, Cam Newton. So don't. So you Panther fans, I don't think, really have to have an issue being mad at him. But it was really interesting, the comments that Jalen Ramsey came out with when talking about a couple of the quarterbacks in the NFL. And there is a little bit of an NFC South tie in this as well, because he did talk to about Matt Ryan, and namely saying that he thinks Matt Ryan is overrated. Uh Ramsey said, quote, you can't tell me you win MVP two years ago and then last year you complete bust and you still got Julio Jones. There's no way that should ever happen. I don't care. You know what that tells me? That tells me Shanahan left, in regards, of course, to Kyle Shanahan, went to San Francisco, got Garoppolo, made Garoppolo this big thing. And now Garoppolo is a big name. And now Ryan has this bad year. All right, well, was it really you or was it your coach? He was doing what was asked of him, and it was making him look really, really good. So, obviously a lot of harsh words coming from Ramsey, who has started to become a bit of a talker. You know, not that that's a bad thing. Remember, he's come out and basically said, I'm the best cornerback in the NFL. And when asked about his upcoming battle with Odell Beckham in week one, he said, He basically said it's going to be a good one because it's the best cornerback against the best wide receiver. But obviously some parting shots there to Matt Ryan, you know, two years removed from the MVP. Now, again, he didn't say anything about Cam Newton. So his thoughts on Newton as a quarterback are, I guess, undetermined. But with a couple of the other quarterbacks, he didn't really let loose. Um, He also went after rookie Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, basically saying he's trash. Uh, Saying, I think Allen is trash. And this was in an interview with GQ. He said, I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash. And it's going to show, too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We played him this year, and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. He played at Wyoming. Every time they played a big school, like they played Iowa State, which is not a big school in my opinion because I went to Florida State, and he threw five interceptions, and they lost by a couple touchdowns or something like that. He never beat a big school. If you look at his games against big schools, it was always hella interceptions, hella turnovers. It's like, yo, if you're this good, why couldn't you do better? He fits that mold. He's a big, tall quarterback. Big arm, supposedly. I don't see it, personally. Uh, He wasn't all bad, though. Uh, He did like... He did say he likes Lamar Jackson, felt he should have been chosen higher than 32nd, and he thinks Lamar Jackson will be the Ravens' starting quarterback because flat out he said Flacco sucks. Um, and he said Big Ben is decent at best. So uh, in terms of which quarterbacks don't suck, he said Aaron Rodgers doesn't suck, Tom Brady doesn't suck. 
He likes Marcus Mariota, Terod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott. Uh, by the way, the quick note on uh, Taylor, it sounded like his name is pronounced Terod Taylor, not Tyrod Taylor, as we've been saying this whole time. Uh, go check out the quote from Joel Batonio about that. So, really interesting, again, what he said about some of these quarterbacks. Um, again, the fact that he didn't say anything about Cam Newton, uh, I'll leave that to you guys to be the judge. Whether or not it was a good thing or a bad thing that he didn't uh, he didn't say anything about Cam Newton. Now, you know, he, he didn't get it. I don't think they've played each other yet because I think the last time the Panthers and Jaguars played each other, I remember it was that week one a few years ago. This was before, I believe it was before Jalen Ramsey uh, came into the league. So I guess he doesn't really have much of a live shot, I guess, to look at in terms of talking about Cam Newton. So you guys be the judge whether or not it was a good thing or a bad thing that Cam Newton's name did not come out of the mouth of Jalen Ramsey during his interview. And so on that note, we'll wrap it up here. Um, thanks for joining me on another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Uh, really do appreciate your support. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setty. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitch, wherever you get your podcast listening pleasure. Check out all the great shows here on the Locked On Network, again, including the expansion and the coverage and the draft dudes with Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino and, of course, Locked On NFL Draft with John Leiter and Trevor Sycamore. And, of course, me, Bill Rossetti on Locked On Panthers. That's it for today. We'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until next time, take care, my friends. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.